We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those good swings, and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now. Matt Pauly on America's Sports Voice, King of OX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. On a Wednesday evening, it is time for another Graybar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Uh, I paused before I started the show because sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski just dropped on me that he thought that uh, on Halloween night, it'd be like a holiday night and that we wouldn't have a normal program or anything like that. He was shocked to hear that uh, I would be working and and we'll just get off on this. Matt, Halloween is not a federal, federally recognized holiday. doesn't matter to me. It's the most important day of the year. You were serious. You were absolutely serious because Maria (laughs) just did a story about, uh, or no, I guess Dave uh, Murray just talked about the weather and then Maria commented on, uh, on, you know, it was going to be cold. And I said, oh, well, my wife is going to be out with my daughter as they trick or treat while I'll be here hosting sports open line. And and you look at me and go, you're going to be hosting sports open line on, on Halloween night. Like you, it's you didn't uh, take off? like it's Christmas or Thanksgiving or New Year's or uh, something. It's better than all those. You are a big Halloween person. Love Halloween. You and your family. You put up lots of stuff in the, in the yards, right? Like your oh, your in, your in, parents' family or yeah, your parents' my, house. My parents' house is completely decked out in Halloween uh, decorations. There is not a blank square inch on is, that house. Is it scary type stuff? Yeah. Okay, so here I have a four year old daughter. Okay. She um. She does not like the scary stuff on houses. And there are houses in our neighborhood where we're actually say, you know, close your eyes as we go by this one. She really does not like the scary close. stuff. That, that's that's making her more scared. Close your eyes. You, you don't you Well, don't no, she doesn't want to see it. She asks us to let her know when it's coming up oh. so she doesn't have to look at it. We're just being good accommodating parents. I think you got to start them off young. Say, this is this is Halloween. Well, there's one that we can't uh we cannot avoid. So we've told her that the ghost is actually just a happy face and he's running security for the neighborhood. Nice. That's what we've gone with. That works. So on that note, welcome into a Graybar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Uh, as always, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. The World Series, it is set. It is going to be the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Find me anybody who, when the season got started, their World Series prediction was Rangers and Diamondbacks, and that person should probably go buy themselves a lottery ticket. It's the second straight year in the National League where the last team to get into the playoffs in an expanded playoff is in the World Series. Last year, as Cardinals fans know quite well, it was the Philadelphia Phillies, 
Uh, last year, the Philadelphia Phillies were just able to uh, get into the postseason as uh, they had an 87 win season last year. Went 87 and 75, matched up against the Cardinals, took that best of three series, and the rest was history. So, fast forward to this year the Arizona Diamondbacks. They go 84 and 78. They are barely above 500, a 519 winning percentage. They finished just one game in front of the Chicago Cubs and they grabbed that final wild card spot. They are the sixth best team in the National League. They kind of limped into the playoffs. They lost their final four games of the regular season and it once the postseason got underway, they were able to uh, get going themselves. They won a couple games in Milwaukee. Then they went and won three straight against the Dodgers. And then they're able to battle out a seven-game victory against the Phillies. And now they head into the playoffs. So that presents us with the question. How do you, is this good for baseball? How do you evaluate the fact that you've got some of these lesser teams getting in? Should this change the way that teams go about building rosters? Because in many ways, the postseason is a crapshoot. So there's the argument to be made that just find a way to get in and you never know what might happen from there. You know, try, trying to get as many, uh, many opportunities as possible. And you look at the two teams, and they did the two teams did very different things to get there. The Texas Rangers spent gobs and gobs and gobs and gobs of money last year, didn't get a whole lot of bang for their buck, so they spent more money going into this year. And obviously, they got bang for their buck, and they, they're one of the top payrolls in baseball, and they're in the World Series. Where the Diamondbacks. They didn't do it that way. It's been more of a slow build for them. They've got a lot of players that they developed. Uh, They made some trades at the deadline to kind of shore up some areas of the roster, and then they happened to get hot at the right time, moving all the way to the World Series. I think it's important to say that when when an Arizona Diamondbacks gets to a World Series, when a Tampa Bay Rays gets to a World Series, when a Kansas City Royals, they did in back-to-back years, really not that long ago, gets to the World Series, I don't think that's an excuse to, as a team, to just say, just get in and see what happens. Get in and hope that you get hot. I don't think hoping that you get hot and just trying to get into the postseason, I don't think that's the strategy. There are going to be teams that just get into the postseason and get hot and make their way to the World Series. We've seen it happen in the National League in back-to-back years. I would argue the Phillies last year were a little bit different than the Diamondbacks this year because the Phillies absolutely were built for the postseason. They got off to a very slow start last year, and then they had to recover. But this year's Diamondback team, absolutely, that's, that's who they are. If you build a really good team, you have a better chance of advancing through the postseason. If you have a more talented team, you have a better chance of advancing through the postseason. But it's not a guarantee. It's not anything close to a guarantee. But it's the only thing you can control when you're building a team, when you're building a roster. And that's the important thing here. That's why what's going on with the Diamondbacks this year, it should not be an excuse for Major League Baseball teams to take the approach of, ah, just get in and see what happens. What you should do is take the approach of, we're going to build our team to be a World Series champion, and hopefully things work out in the postseason. Because even when you do have a Diamondback situation, if 
if the Diamondbacks and the Phillies go play a seven-game series against each other 10 times, 50 times, 100 times, the Phillies are going to win it more often than the Diamondbacks. It just so happened this time the Diamondbacks did win. The Phillies are the better team. The Diamondbacks are the team headed to the World Series. I'm not taking anything away from the Diamondbacks when I say that. Good on them. That's part of the randomness of baseball. And now the Philly season comes to an end. But I, I, I didn't listen to Philadelphia sports radio today. I certainly hope there hasn't been criticism in Philadelphia about the way they built that team because they did everything they needed to do to create a World Series team. It just so happened that they lose, they lose a seven-game series against the Phillies. We've got a lot coming up on the program today. We'll get more into that with Mike Farron from MLB Network Radio. He joins us in just a few moments. Kevin Ryans from Fox 2 will join us later on this hour. My name is Matt Pauley. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back at it on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. It is just a few days out from the start of the World Series. That's going to be on Friday. Texas Rangers, Arizona Diamondbacks. That's the matchup just as we all expected it to be when the season got started. Right now, we're going to go to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. We're very happy to be able to uh, welcome on to the program. You hear him on MLB Network Radio. He is our good friend, Mike Farron. Follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore F-E-R-R-I-N. Mike, thanks for taking uh, the time with us today. How are you? My pleasure, man. How are you? I am good. Uh, you were with the Diamondbacks for, for a long time, and I know you've got lots of friends in that organization. Just from a personal standpoint, how happy were you with for uh, the people that you're still friends with uh, that that team is headed to the World Series? Yeah, I mean, there's so many people, you know, as you know, Matt, from being around, you know, the Cardinals and the Brewers the last several years, you end up making so many friends that aren't even involved in the baseball decisions. Um, you know, who live and die with the team. I mean, that's their job, right? And they don't have control over what's happening on the field or who's playing on it. But, um, you know, the winning and losing is super important to them. And there's a ton of those people um, that I was thinking a lot about and got to see last night, you know, our NLCS coverage. So I get to be there for their clinch. Um, you know, a lot of hugs of people that I've worked with for years. Um, it was very exciting to see that for them. Um, you know, there was a really good team that they defeated in the Phillies and a really likable team and a fun one to cover. Um, but uh, yeah, on a personal level, like if I can separate the, the you know, impartial, uh, impartiality that you know, we <laughs> attempt to attack these jobs with, um, very happy for those people and very happy for, you know, two guys that I got really close with and Tori Lovello, the, the Diamondbacks manager, and Mike Hazen, their general manager, Mike's been through a lot. You know, he lost his wife last year uh, to geoblastoma. He's you know, now a single dad raising four teenage boys. Um, you know, he and Tori are very close as well. And, um, man, that just meant a lot to see them have that opportunity. And, and that's an organization that's been through a lot the last three years, um, not just in terms of, you know, two years ago losing 110 games, but, um, you know, they really took a big hit in terms of the amount of people that they had 
in the organization um, because of COVID layoffs mm-hmm. that so many other pe- people you know had to deal with across the country. So the people that are still there, I'm just so so happy for them, and it was it was really cool to see. But yeah, it was a, it was a little bit surreal in that. You know, like you're in the clubhouse and you're talking to you're doing interviews and then you're seeing, you know, one of the clubhouse guys that you've known for years. And then there's a big hub coming. Right. And then you're getting right back into it. So it was it was a little bit different, but it was it was pretty cool. There seems to be two schools of thought. There's people who love the randomness of the baseball playoffs and there's people who are offended by the fact that for some the uh, the regular season doesn't matter all that much. It's the second straight year where the National League representative in the World Series was the last team to qualify. Where do you stand on that argument? I mean, I think, listen, the more teams that you add to the postseason, the more you open yourself up to the best team, so to speak, not necessarily representing your league in the postseason. Uh, or in the World Series, and I think that's just the reality of it. I mean, we're de- we. Yeah, I think Matt, you and I probably talked about this two years ago when the changes came. That you know, th- this was like we're starting to get to two different types of baseball, right? It's or, or we're closer to it. We have been this way really for the last you know close to thirty years now. But there's regular season baseball, and then there's the tournament, and it's a little bit more like the NCAA basketball tournament in that regard. I mean. You, the randomness is going to come as a result of the sport that's being played and, and that baseball is random like that. I mean, any three game series over the course of the year, the worst team in the league is going to beat the best on occasion. So I think there's, you know, with this format where we've seen an explosion in playoff teams, remember we've seen a 50% increase in the number of postseason teams that are allowed to compete for a World Series championship since 2012. And that's a huge increase, right? That's with adding a, a fifth and then a sixth wild card in each league. Um, that's going to create the same issues that it did when, you know, we went to adding, you know, going to three divisions and adding a wild card team. So I, I just think that it's the nature of the beast. Um, you know, if I had my druthers, it's one of the few things that I'm a little bit more traditional on. I would probably like to see a reduced postseason, but I also am realistic enough to know that that's not going to be the case going forward. And part of that is driven by the finances of the national television deals where the national outlets want to pay for playoff games. And when we see expansion come down the road here in a couple of years, we're going to be at you know 16 teams in each league and half of each league is probably going to make the playoffs. And it's going to be much more similar to the NHL and the NBA, but with a greater degree of randomness to who wins. I mean, there's a great study that was done a couple of years ago that if you were to to craft the baseball playoffs so that the favorites won 80% of the time, which is what it is in the NBA, you would have to have a best of 75 series. So there's not a whole lot we can do. Um, does it, reduce the importance of the regular season yeah i mean i guess in terms of how it sets you up for the playoffs but listen what else are we going to do for six months 
Yeah, and the other side of that is, yeah, the Phillies maybe were a team that were more built for the the playoffs than the Diamondbacks, but at the same time, I, I just don't want to see teams say, oh, well, look at the Diamondbacks get to the World Series, look to the Rays get in the World Series, and say the idea is just to find a way into the tournament. I'm of the belief that even if it doesn't always work out for you, I hope that teams, and there are some teams that still do it, that do go all in and try to do everything they, they can to have success in the playoffs, knowing that sometimes it's just not going to work out. Yeah, I mean, I think if you were to start this postseason over again and play it from the beginning, like I think we probably would have two different teams in the World Series, right? So yeah. the key to building a good team over 162 games and racking up those games is building depth, right? So you can deal with injuries over the course of the season, but also, like, you know, listen, the Diamondbacks are running out um, a rookie in <laughs> game three and they don't really have a game four starter. You know, the Rangers went through a good chunk of this postseason with just two healthy starting pitchers. And even so, like, Max Scherzer's just kind of healthy, and they don't really have a fourth starter either. I mean, they're, they're throwing a lot of different guys at the problem. So I think there's something to be said with the certainty. And, you know, this was a weird year anyway. I mean, I think if you look at, like, like the Braves were a really good offensive team, right? What do they win? 104 games. I mean, no team in baseball history has ever slugged over 500. But really pay attention to what their rotation looked like this season. You know, they got a great first half out of Bryce Holder, but after the All-Star break, he was pretty lousy. And and they had a ton of injuries that ended up impacting their starters. Their, start, their pitching ERA was towards the bottom of the league in the second half of the season. And that's a team that won 104 games. So we had two teams that got outscored by their opponents that made the postseason this year. The Marlins outscored by the widest margin of anybody who's ever made the postseason. And the Diamondbacks, who are just the second team ever to have a negative run differential and make the World Series. The other one, unfortunately for Cardinals fans, was the 1987 Twins, who won one more game than the Diamondbacks did. So, like, there, there's, you know, again, like, that's, I saw some people today that were that were like, oh, well, this is the end of baseball because an 84-win team made it, was outscored on the year. And I'm like, well, then you clearly should have stopped following it 36 years ago because yeah. the same thing happened. And and the path, really, for the Twins, if you think about it, was easier, at least in terms of the number of opponents that they had to face. They they swept Detroit, if I remember right, in 1987. Like, that, that was all they had to do to get to the World Series. It wasn't that they had to. You know, they didn't have to go through a wild card round and then a division series round and then an LCS in order to get there. Yeah, from a Cardinal standpoint, that 06 team won 83 games in the regular season. Yeah. So Cardinals fans can't be upset about this. Right. And I think that's, and I think that that's the, the point. Like, that's a team that I'm sure there are, a lot of, there are a lot of great players that came up that were young on that team, right? You, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina were very young players at that point. So, like there, I think there's something to be said for, you know, just having to have an understanding that the tournament is always going to give you a level of randomness. And the more teams that you involve, the more random it's going to get a chance to be. Um, and I think if you really want to enjoy it, you have to be accepting. If you don't want to enjoy it, that's fine. You know, it's football season two. But I think that there's, there's still an intensity to, to play off baseball that's different than the regular season, and that makes it exciting as well. Last thing for you, who do you like in the World Series? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, I mean, like, I, I, I got asked this question earlier today, and, like, the, what I can say is that Texas's offense is really good. Like, they're outstanding. Um, they're similar. The, them and the Diamondbacks are similar in that they don't chase 
the Rangers don't chase on the hit for a ton of power. It's kind of like those Astros teams from six or seven years ago. Their bullpen, I think the results were better than the way they pitched throughout this postseason, whereas the Diamondbacks bullpen was pretty good. So I think there is a little bit of a disconnect there in terms of you know, kind of where things are. So if it, you end up in slugfest, you're going to take the Rangers. But if if the the it comes down to bullpen games, I mean, I really think that that helps keep the Diamondbacks in it. So I don't know. I think it's you know it's got a chance to be just as strange as the 2023 season was. I think it's got a chance to have a very bizarre World Series. I mean, remember, like we just saw road teams win games six and seven in the League Championship Series yeah. on the road, right? That had only happened four times in, in since the LCS went to uh, seven games in '85. Like that had only happened four times ever. And the last time was 04 when the Red Sox came back from three, nothing. So I think we've got a chance for randomness and bizarre things and cool things to happen over the next potentially seven games. And I think it's a fool's errand to try and pick it at this point. He's Mike Farron. He's awesome. You hear him on MLB network radio. In addition to a whole bunch of other places, you follow him on Twitter, Mike underscore Farron. Mike, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy the world series and we'll catch up real soon. I'll probably see you at the winter meetings. Sounds good, Matt. Take care. All right. Very good. There's Mike Farron joining us here on the program. We'll take a break. And when we come back, Our guy, uh, Kevin Rines from uh, Fox 2, is going to join us, and uh, we'll talk to him about some things going on with the Blues and with City SC and the decision today by Ryan Wingo. A lot to get to with uh, Kevin. He's going to join us in just a moment. It's Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. It's the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We continue on here on a Wednesday night at Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauly. As always, if you want to chime in on what we're talking about, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. You can also uh, tweet at me, at Matt Pauly on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Happy to be able to go back to the Quiver River Electric guest line. You uh, see him on Fox 2. You see him on Channel 11. He is our guy, Kevin Ryans. He joins us right now. Kevin, always appreciate you taking a moment or so with us. How are you? Man, I'm doing so great. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Now, you know we're matched up against each other this week in fantasy football. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I have not checked the league. I have not looked at the league. You know what? It's so weird because every time I I go in, it's about Wednesday or Thursday night, and all of a sudden – Everyone is either out, questionable, or not playing. So I have to, like, figure out my lineup. And, of course, I'm a terrible drafter. So when all these issues come up, I have to then try to find players to help substitute, and they're never as good as the the people on my team. So I always keep falling short. Neither of us are doing real great in the league, Um, but I did beat your colleague, Daniel Esteve, this past weekend, so I felt good about that. Fantastic. Yeah. I I would feel good about it, too. I would feel good about it, too, because he's always bragging about his teams, always bragging about how good his teams are. And so when you when you, when you beat him, you always feel a little bit better. Yep, I feel good. I, I've mentioned it a few times here on this program. I got no problem talking that smack. It's uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it for sure. Uh, 
All right, let's get into the Blues a little bit. They, they've they had some good moments. They've had some not-so-good moments. It, it It's really hard to evaluate this team. Uh, you got worried after that loss against the Coyotes. They come back with a really good performance against the Penguins. They open up a road trip yesterday. They lose to the Jets, and afterwards, Craig Berube's talking about not liking the way the team played. I, I know it's really early, and a lot of teams are kind of in this, but it, it's just really tough to evaluate who this team is. Yeah, you really don't know what you're going to get on, on a nightly basis. The one thing that really would worry me if I'm a Blues fan is this offense has just not gotten going. And I, I talked to Braden Shen last week, and Braden Shen, at the time, it was just a couple of games in. Well, it's two games in. You know, we, you know, we, we're, we're, we're facing opponents for the first time. Some of them are defensive-minded. And, um, you know, well, we need to take time to get our rhythm going. And uh, it just hasn't. And you, you, you don't know five games in if it's going to be a whole season trend type of thing or if they're really going to catch fire when is Cairo and Thomas and all those other guys going to get going so um it's uh it's been it's it's been it's been it's been a hard watch and um if for them they're gonna they're, they're gonna need to figure it out because you don't want anything to happen like last year where the season kind of just spirals out of control early and you have to play catch up all year you know, you want to avoid that. They want to avoid that. They talked about how much they wanted to, um, you know, start off on a better foot this year than they did last year. Well, um, this isn't doing it. This isn't quite cutting it. it. They've alternated losses and wins since the first game of the year. If they keep doing that for the first month, month and a half, two months of the season, that's probably okay. Uh, at the same time, you if you know they, if they go lose three of these four games on this road trip, all of a sudden that can start a trend that you don't want them to, to start. Last year we saw it early on in the season. They went on that right. long losing streak, and they were just never able to build back out. Exactly. You just don't want to want a prolonged stretch of losing. You want to avoid that as much as possible, and hopefully you catch a little bit of fire, and then maybe that's the, um, the big streak that helps get you into the postseason. So the, the whole goal is, you know, we've been talking to them in the first few games of the season, the whole goal for them is to, to make sure that they're, that they're playing at a good level, they're winning games early, and they're kind of treading water. And, um, you know, you just hope that, this, that you know, these offensive, you know, you know these, these sluggish offensive starts, you know, don't translate into um, a big bad losing streak from where they have to come all the way from behind. Tonight at 8.30 in Kansas City, Sporting KC matches up against the San Jose Earthquakes. The winner of that matchup will go on to take on City SC in a best-of-three series that will begin Sunday night at 9 o'clock. City did not have a great finish to the year in terms of wins and losses. At the same time, they knew their fate already. What's your concern level on them being able to kind of flick that proverbial switch and get things going this weekend? Yeah, I don't know if it's a concern. Um, I, I I think if there was a concern, I think it'd be that a lot of these players uh, don't really have much experience in these MLS playoffs. You know that Tim Parker does. You know that Jake Nowinski does. Guys like that um, that, that have had long major league soccer experience. But uh, for the most part, a lot of these guys were castaways on their team. You know, this is the, their first real chances for a lot of them to be uh, elite you know be a part of the the of the first team and really get the experience on the field and so um you wonder if they're they're going to be a little bit starstruck in a sense that they're in this moment that they're really playing i know 
you know, for guys like Roman Berkey, you know, Bundesliga, you know, the, the, the entire season's the playoffs. So um, it's very, it's a, it's a little bit of a different, you know, kind of thing. But you wonder the lack of experience in, in postseason play, how much is that going to uh, go into that? Um, and then also, you know, you know, depending on the opponent, you know, SKC is a rival. You know, they're going to want to come in and, and beat St. Louis City if they're able to win this match tonight. Um, you know, St. Louis took care of them at City Park. We lost the game, a really good, fantastic back-and-forth affair at Sporting Kansas City um, in, in September. So um, it's, it's one of those deals is like, you know, do you, you know the, the rivalry aspect of it kind of worries me. And if it's San Jose, you know, City, you know, I think they, 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 they pretty much took care of San Jose. You know, but will San Jose want to have that revenge factor? How much more are they going to be up for after um, a couple of matches against St. Louis earlier this year? So you want you you have a lot of things that you you you, you, you that's in the back of your mind. But this team is so talented; and they have so much scoring from so many places. Roman Berkey is about as good of a goalie as you're going to get in the entire world, and particularly in MLS in our circles over here, he's the best there is, and. So you feel confident that they, they could win um, over the weekend, but there has to be things in the back of your mind that you're thinking about. Um, and the things I pointed out are certainly it. It certainly would be fun for it to be Kansas City because you just you know that that game too, the caravan of St. Louis folks to Kansas City for a playoff matchup. I mean, that's it, the environment in St. Louis is going to be awesome no matter what. But we, we saw when they played in Kansas City the way St. Louis folks were able to get a good number of tickets, and you feel like that is likely to happen in the playoffs. Uh, uh, everybody says that the better matchup is San Jose, but the more kind of fun matchup is Kansas City, and, and I would agree with that. And I think assuming they win against Kansas City, I'd love for that to be the series that they get. Uh, it would be awesome. I th- and, I, and, I, and I talked about it with my colleagues yesterday about whether or not it would uh, – um, you know what would be what would be the, the more intriguing storyline matchup, and I think it's SKC. I love the fact that there'd be a rivalry there. Uh, both teams, you know, kind of went at it during the regular season. Both had their great moments. Um, it turned out to be that, particularly that second match in Kansas City, where that game was up and down, fast paced. It was really they, they, you know, the city swore they play a great game, but SKC was just a little bit better. Um, it, it would it would be really intriguing to see a, a fourth match between those two or or fourth round I should say between yeah. those two because of the series, um, and and see how the, the both teams kind of go at it. That'd be so much fun. It 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 absolutely would. You're 100 percent correct on that. Last thing for you before we uh, get you out of here. Do you have any early thoughts on uh, the World Series and really what we saw over the last couple of days with some teams winning some road games to advance to the World Series? Well, I'm floored about Arizona beating Philadelphia. I thought that after um, uh, Philadelphia won um, over at, at at Arizona, that they would take care of them. Uh, one game they had to win over. In uh, at, at Citizens Bank Park, and the fact that they couldn't get that done is one of the more stunning things that I've seen um, in baseball in quite some time. 84 wins, the Arizona Diamondbacks, just a fantastic story. Last team in, uh, kind of like the Phillies last year. Yeah. Um, but and so it's a, uh, it, I I could not believe that. Um, what a choke job by Philly. Um, very typical of them. Um, and so. Uh, you wonder, you, um, 
you know, now the, all the – you've got to figure that, that Texas is the big favorite with the way that Montgomery and Evaldi are pitching. Hopefully Scherzer kind of gets his mojo back for them if, uh, if they really want to win. Their bats have been awesome. Garcia continues to haunt Cardinals fans with the way that he's playing. Um, you got to think that they're they're the big favorite, but I wouldn't sleep on Arizona. They're red hot, and we know how when when teams should go into um, into the postseason and they get hot, you, you know that uh, they have a good chance at, at, at winning the dang thing. So um, stunned by Arizona uh, in awe of Texas and how they've been able to play. It'd be it's going to be an interesting World Series. Not sure how well rated is going to be, considering the fact that the uh, teams aren't exactly the biggest uh, markets and they're not the highly touted teams that you think of, but still very interesting in of itself. He's Kevin Ryan. You see him on Fox 2. You see him on Channel 11, as they say, the power of two. Kevin, always appreciate the time. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. There's Kevin Ryan's joining us on the program. I was going to ask him about the Knicks. I know he's a Knicks guy, but right now they're losing to Boston 33-24. I didn't want to. I already talked a little smack when it came to our fantasy football matchup. There's only so much smack I'm going to talk to a, to a guy like He's a good guy. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will uh, wrap up our number one of the program, talk a little bit more about uh, what happened with the Blues last night. They lose to the Jets 4-2. Not it wasn't like the the Arizona matchup, but it still wasn't the type of performance you're looking for. What are we learning about this team? We'll get into that coming up in just a moment. It's Grave Our Sports Open Line on KMOX. This is America's Sports Voice. KMOX. Starting to wrap up hour number one of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. In hour number two, we are going to be uh, joined by our very good friend, Jen Cease. We'll talk with her about City SC. Also, uh, Katie Shields head coach, uh, SLU Women's Soccer, going to join us. They are getting set to open up the A-10 tournament. They are the top seed in the conference tournament. Again, they are so, so good and so, so consistent. Uh, coach Shields is going to join us at about uh, 735. And we'll also get into the decision that was made earlier today by Ryan Wingo, five-star wide receiver coming out of St. Louis University High School. Missouri was one of his finalists, but... He did not choose the University of Missouri today. He put on the Texas Longhorns cap. However, his dad talked to Frank Cusimano from Channel 5, and his dad had some interesting things to say about the recruitment, and we're we're going to play that coming up in uh, just a little while uh, when we get into the 7 o'clock hour. So uh, we'll do that coming up, but right now I want to talk a bit about the Blues. They lose last night by a 4-2 score to Winnipeg. Head coach uh, Craig Berube wasn't real happy with the way his team played last night. You know, I was okay with the first. I mean, we had some opportunities. We missed a couple wide open nets, but Second period, we fell asleep there for the two goals. Uh, just F3 shooters. We were, we were sleeping on both of them. They went in the net, and, you know, that really changed things. I thought that we regrouped, um, killed off a penalty in the second, and the power play got us a goal, so got us back in it. But, um, you know, that, giving up that four-on-four four goal is unacceptable. I, you know, it just, it's it's a nothing play. Should have been a nothing play, and, Shot ourselves in the foot there, got us back, we got back in it again, made it a one goal game and, you know, pull the goalie again. And it's like we don't win that battle, that we need to win that battle on the wall to keep the puck alive. We didn't win it. 
That was kind of the key word coming out of postgame last night in battle and winning the battles and being uh, a team that's going to go out and and find a way to make those winning-type plays that eventually result in winning a game. Braden Shin also spoke about that. You know, I, I think we just have to raise our battle level. It's... Uh... Uh, you're not going to generate chances, um, you know, if we're not going to check as hard as we need to. And, and um, you know, showing the Pittsburgh game, when you check, you, you generate and, and you get chances. And if you want to kind of sit back and, and kind of watch them play on your end and, um, you know, turn over the puck and not four checks and, and create turnovers, um, you know, you're not going to get chances and shots. And that's not only this game, but we've got to find a way to, to generate more. Um, you know, two goals isn't going to do it uh, night in, night out. And Binner's making saves for us, and uh, we've got to find a way to create uh, offense. Look, this is the Bottom line on this team for everything that we talk about, and we've talked a lot. And and when you when it's hard to evaluate a team, I feel like sometimes you get stuck, kind of talking more and pontificating more because you're trying to figure things out and you're almost thinking out loud about a team. I know one thing for sure. Maybe there's some other things, but for sure, this is one thing I can say. This team is not talented enough to not go make the tough, grungy-type plays. You know, talk about the, they keep using the word battle. you got to win those battles by working hard. That's an, the, It's an effort issue, but it's also the, like the type of effort issue. And they are not talented enough to just coast by. They're not talented enough to, you know, I have a bunch of guys who are great puck handlers and they can just do whatever they want to do and they're going to be able to create their own shots and they're going to win games sometimes that that night. That's not who this team is. Can this team be a playoff club? Yeah, they can. They can. I don't know if they're going to be. I, I can't sit here and make a prediction yet on if they're if they are going to be a playoff club. But the ceiling for this team absolutely is being a playoff team. I don't I don't think I'm breaking any news. I don't think that's a hot take when I say that they can be a playoff club. But they're not going to be a playoff team if they play the way they played last night. They're not going to be a playoff team if they played the way they played against the Coyotes. And the thing that the the narratives that are coming out after these games that where they don't play well. Last night, talking about not winning battles. After that Arizona game, talking about not being connected. Those are the things you can control. There's going to be off nights. There's going to be nights where you don't skate well. There's going to be nights where you don't, for whatever reason, you're just off offensively and you're not shooting the puck well. And The offense is kind of, you know, whatever. There's going to be those nights. What you got to do is you got to go work hard and you got to make those those dirty, grungy, hockey plays. You got to put guys into the boards. You got to do all the small stuff. And that's what this Blues team needs to do. And unfortunately, two of the last three games, they have not done that. We'll talk about Ryan Wingo's decision after the news here on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.